Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk with Jackson. And today, my special guest is Tamaris from Season 2 of F-Boy Island on HBO Max. Fresh off the Season 2 finale, Tamaris is here spilling all the tea on the F-Boys, the nice guys, and everything in between. Just a warning, if you have not watched the Season 2 finale of F-Boy Island, definitely watch that first before listening to this interview because there are a lot of spoilers in this interview, and I don't want to ruin anything for you guys. So, like I said, this is a warning. Definitely go check out the season two finale before listening to this podcast. So, to get that out of the way, um, I also kind of want to explain what F-Boy Island is and how it's a very unique dating show. So, um, F-Boy Island is kind of like a satire or a parody um, of a lot of other American dating shows out there. So it's kind of, it makes fun of like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Love Island, um, et cetera. There's a ton of da- American dating shows, um, but you know, those are some of the most popular ones right now. Um, but yes, yeah, so FBI Island is a real reality dating show, but it pokes fun at a lot of the things that, um, other dating shows do. One thing I would say that a lot of other dating shows do and that FBoy Island kind of pokes fun at is that um, even though it's a reality dating show, a lot of people come on the show and they talk about looking for real love. Um, and some people have even said that you really can't find love on reality TV. And then some have said you can. I think it kind of depends on the situation and the people involved, but um you know, with reality television, there are a lot of elements at play. Um, and I think F-Boy Island addresses those things and doesn't try to paint a false reality or, um, you know, you know, they really do break the fourth wall a lot as well and just make jokes. And actually, the show is hosted by Nikki Glazer, who is an amazing female comedian. She is so funny. She is so hilarious. Um, she's the host, but she's also a mentor to the ladies on the show, as well as a lot of the guys on the show as well. Um, you know, she just, she has fun with it and it's just, it's, she's an amazing part of this show and uh, it, it definitely wouldn't be what it is without her and her amazing, just, she's just awesome. <laughs> I can't say enough good things about Nikki Glaser, but to kind of give you a brief description um, of what the show's about. So, F-Boy Island focuses on three women trying to identify men as either womanizers, a.k.a. F-Boys, or guys that are seeking a serious relationship, a.k.a. nice guys. And what happens is the guys come into the show and they do not reveal what they self-identify as. They either identify as an F-Boy or a nice guy. Um, However, the goal is... um, F-boys, meaning guys that like to play women, <clears throat> you know, um, technically, if you're talking about stereotypical F-boys that like to play women, um, you know, cheat on them, just use them for um, what they want and not looking for a long-term serious relationship. Um, the goal of guys that um, are F-boys, they come in and they are pretending um, like they want a relationship or that's technically the goal. 
Um, they're, they're pretending like they want a relationship, like they want something long-term, like they really like the girl to kind of trick them into falling for them. And then at the end, um, if the girl chooses them um, at the end to be, you know, to be the guy that uh, they want to, you know, you know, move on and build a um, long lasting relationship with the guy um, if he is technically an F boy, he can um, break up with her here, like right there. And he can take a hundred thousand dollars prize money um, all for himself. Or what he could do is he, if he is an F boy, he can um, split the money with the girl 50, 50. So they both get $50,000 and they can um, move on and try and build a relationship outside of F boy Island. Um, so that's kind of the premise of the show. Um, and then if the guy is a nice guy, technically, um, if the girl chooses him, then automatically the money gets split 50, 50. Um, so it's a very interesting show. And honestly, there are so many twists and turns. It's so good. It's so addicting. Oh my gosh. And honestly, I think it's the best dating show out there because like I said, they are so honest with everything and they make fun of a lot of things, um, that other dating shows do. So, Honestly, um, definitely go check it out if you have not already. But my girl Tamaris that I am chatting with today, she is one of the lead women um, from season two. And let me just tell you, the season two finale is jaw-dropping. It's insane. Um, There's a moment in there with Tamaris that um, shocks people. Um, And so her and I are chatting about that. Um, We were chatting about why she decided to do F-Boy Island, um, what she was looking for, what she really thought of a lot of the guys. Um, And then she also talks about some behind-the-scenes moments that um, fans didn't get to see. And also, we talk about the the notebook that Tommy Boy, Tom, um, gave to her on the show. Um, And she exclusively reveals some of what's in the notebook, the journal that he gave to her. I was so happy to uh, see that. But anyway, guys, without further ado, here is my interview with Tamaris from F-Boy Island on HBO Max. I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, Tamaris. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Oh my gosh, I love your hair. Thank you. I had to do something different. Something yes. changed a little. Yes, I loved the pink, but I love this too. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, how are you doing, especially after that finale? <laughs> I woke up to this morning of like people are like cheering me on, and then some people are like, kill yourself. And I'm just like, Oh no! It's not that serious. Like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's not that bad, but that's why I signed up. And people are going to feel the way that they feel, and this is why I go on your podcast to shut shut things down. Right? <laughs> yes. Well, I'm so excited to chat with you. Um, but yes, yeah, so I kind of want to start at the beginning of everything, and I'm curious. So, why did you decide to do F Boy Island season two? um 
I decided to do F Boy Island season two. Obviously, I watched season one uh-huh. and I, and I saw how the guys were and how manipulative they can be. And also, like, you know, I wanted to challenge myself. I'm like, hey, am I easily fooled? Can I be fooled by these guys? I want to see if they're if I can find someone. And if I can't, then I'm going to have fun right. at whatever I'm doing. So <laughs> I definitely had a lot of fun. Yes, yes. Okay, so you did watch season one. Um, but I know you liked Casey a lot, but were there any other guys that were your favorites? <laughs> um, I would say like CJ's top two was my fave. Um, oh. I I would have never thought that Casey would come back onto the season, obviously, because he was a contender. He was like the last two, but um yeah, it if either of them, I would have been like, yeah, dibs on my team, a hundred percent. Yes. So the other one was Jared, new, right? The new Jared, new Jared right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Have you ever talked to him? I, no. Oh, no, you haven't. Oh my gosh. Well, maybe he'll hit. He'll hit you up sometime. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think I'm a, I'm a chill off from the F Boy Island boys for right okay. now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. I know it's a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, so when you went into this, um, what qualities were you looking for in a guy? If I'm going to be honest, I typically go for an older guy. So okay. I was definitely looking for someone that was a little bit older than me, a little bit more mature because I'm a lot to handle. And I feel like there's some guys that really can't handle me as at all of me because I have multiple different personalities inside of me and, and you can get either one at any time. So <laughs> I was definitely looking for someone that can handle me. Someone that is honest. I love someone that's like honest. And if it's raw, you know, even if it's something that's going to hurt me, I'd rather you be honest with me and I can only respect you as a man for doing that. And that's what I told every single guy. I was like, if you ever lied to me, that's where I've, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So like that whole like Nico situation where he was like all in that drama with Kylan and Louise. And I was just like, uh-uh. I had to cut him off right away. I was like, I'm not dealing with that. I cannot trust you. So yeah, I, I, I sometimes was a little, I'm a little rough. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, it's a, it's a very unique experience. So I completely understand where you were coming from. There's a lot going on. You have a lot of choices to make. <laughs> yes. Like in the beginning, it was just so many guys. And it was like back to back to back to back. It was like five minutes for each, not even. Because guys will interrupt. And it was just like so draining. Because some of those guys' energies just drain you. And I really like, I really, I feel energies. So if I feel something's off, I'm like, Mm-mm, just go over there. Yes. Speaking of that, um, okay. Initially, when you saw all the guys, who were you attracted to? And was there any guys that you like uh, off the bat, like this guy's not for me? Like I don't like his energy, or just something about him I'm not into. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a few guys that I I was just like I don't want any anything to do with you and. It's not like I even had an opportunity to really speak to them, but I just felt like there was something wrong, which was fine because there were F ways. Um, it was like, Noam, you guys okay. didn't see much of him, but I don't know. There was something just off with him. Uh, Jared, 
obviously he told me that he liked me the first day and that he's like a hundred percent for me. And then told Lise at elimination that he's here for her a hundred percent. And that was just like a no go for me. Oh, disgusting. Um, Ooh, there was someone that was like so drunk the first day. And I think it might've been John or something, but that was like an automatic turnoff. And then when he eliminated himself on, uh, first elimination i was like yeah it's probably a reason why i stood far 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 away from him but that i but to be honest with you like those guys that i really didn't really have an opportunity to talk to everyone else like whether they came in as a nice guy or f boy like they're just real people and, and i can have like a full conversation with them and like be friendly right right um and then in the first episode what about um lukash no and everyone's commenting on social media like he obviously like Everyone thought he was like a homeschooler or whatever he said. And then, um, you know, he ended up being an F boy. What was your reaction to that when he dropped that bomb? When Lukash said that he was an F boy, I didn't believe it. Honestly, before elimination, I was like kind of like feeling bad. I was like, well, I like kind of feel bad that I'm going to put Lukash in my my top two, my elimination, my bottom two. But I don't feel that connection with him and there's something off with him. And I felt really bad. And when I did say like Lukash, I was just like, oh man, I'm going to hear that he's a nice guy. And that's going to make me feel like shit because I really want to eliminate all, not all F boys. Uh-huh. And then when he said he's an F boy, I was like, no, no, <laughs> there's no possible way. And for some reason, this is not in like any of the cuts, but he kept wanting to jump in the pool. Oh. Um, he kept telling per, uh, production, but you guys said I can jump in the pool. I want to jump in the pool. I'm like, uh, why okay <laughs> you want to get like say that you're an f-boy and then jump in the pool like what is that going to do <laughs> yes um now i'm curious because honestly like and i think people said it on social media and i think this too um when he was obviously like when he was talking to you like when he acted like a nice guy he was very like no one was like i don't like no not he was not attractive but then when he like kind of had his f-boy turned on he became kind of more like spicy and i think a lot of people liked it <laughs> yes there was like a transition of where he said he was like an f-boy and he popped his collar and his jaw just got sharpened it was i don't know what it was but at that point i was like well, why didn't i get that energy the first right. day we spoke i would have never passed you off to mia i would have continued to talk to you yes but yeah <laughs> Yes, I agree. Yes, I wish he would have. But I think he even said, I think it was in the finale or when he was saying like he played the game wrong and he he should have done things differently. So, but yeah, I like that was shocking. (laughs) And I know everyone on social media keeps commenting on it. And I think you guys have that. Is it on TikTok? You guys have that sound now. Like there's like a viral sound going around of you guys. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I just like want to die right now. I like, I, I am pretty sure. You know what? That whole scene, I was like, I would do something like that. Like none of that is like edited. Like that, Uh that is something I did. Do I feel good about it? Now that I know that he's an F boy. Yes. But in the beginning I was like, oh, that looks really bitchy of me. No, no, it's understandable. <laughs> but yes. Um, okay, so you loved Casey from last season, obviously. Um, and I mean it's hard not to love Casey. <laughs> um, what was your reaction when you saw him pop up on the island this season? Okay. So 
all three guys come out, the new guys. So it's uh, Aaron, uh, Elijah, and Austin. And like, okay. And then I see, because I'm the farthest. So I get to see exactly straight. And I see someone walking down the stairs. And I'm like, who is that? And then I see him going all the way down. And then he's, I'm like, no, it's Casey. Uh-huh. And then I literally told the girls, I caught dibs. Like, yes. <laughs> I was definitely calling dibs. He was definitely going to be on my team. Whether he liked me or not, he was just going to be on it. Um, Yes. (laughs) But it ended up working out. Yes. Did you, I'm curious, did you ever tell like production or anyone before that you liked Casey? You did. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. They they asked us prior. It was like in our interviews and our casting. They were like, did you like anyone from last season? Did I put two and two together? No. I wasn't that I would assume that like since they were both like finalists that none of the finalists would be on season two but Casey was right and he had a girlfriend prior obviously like and it was like on social media and stuff prior during who knows it's up in the air right right yes there's a lot of gray area (laughs) um Okay, so is Tom as emotional and clingy as what we see on the show? Okay. I think for Tom, like, he's a very emotional guy. He wears his heart on his sleeve. He's very, very sweet. Like, such a genuine human being. Like, Mm. out of every single person out of that house, Tom is the only nice guy. Mm -hmm. Like, he's the absolute best. We're in this bubble, and we have... No interaction with the real world. And, you know, you can end up losing yourself. And unfortunately, Tom kind of did in a way. And he didn't know what was real, what was fake. He didn't know whether my feelings for him were real. Like, we didn't have that opportunity to have, like, off-camera time. So he didn't get the opportunity to really get to know me. He's going off of, like, our little interactions that we had. Um, I love Tom. Yes, he's an emotional guy. He needs an emotional girl. I want the best for him. I hope that he finds like the love of his life because he deserves that. He's a really great guy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, And okay. So he, he had that journal that he like wrote in and then um, I think, yeah. So he gave it to you right at the end, right? To like, okay. Do you still have it? Okay. You want me to go run and go get it? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. I have Tom's journal. Oh my god. And it's about sorry, I had to run. Oh, you're good. <laughs> it's about 64 pages long. Um back to back, very, very, very small handwriting. And he's just like writing about me, writing about his experience. You know, he highlights like like I guess before. I don't know uh-huh. if he limited. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. yeah. Oh he like gosh. highlighted words. And then oh. he gave me his number. So after the show. I wrote to him, oh. like, even if we don't walk out here together, you will always be someone I would love to have a life with. There, there isn't enough beautiful souls like yours out here, oh. and he gave me a which was like so sweet. Oh my gosh. That made me cry. So. Yes. Oh my gosh. So do you keep in touch with him? Oh, yes. yes. Also, like. There was a lot of scenes with me and Tom that got cut. Mm-hmm. And like, he feels like he's like, they just show like an emotional roller coaster for him. So I yeah. had to reach out because I was like, you know, I know what we meant to each other, whether the world doesn't see it like that and they only see me looking at his abs. 
I cared about Tom. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's a real genuine person. Um, so I reach out to him to make sure that he's okay, especially like after every drop. Like if there was right. a scene that I didn't, like I knew that he was going to like or feel comfortable with, I would just reach out to him. Like, I'm sorry about that and stuff like that. Right. Now, okay, speaking of that, so I think in one of their most recent episodes, he got like really upset and he was with the guys and he like was pounding the table and stuff. Um, what was your reaction when you saw that scene? Because obviously you, don't, you didn't know about it prior to like watching the episode, right? Unless you like heard about it, but you weren't there physically. I wasn't physically there, but okay. So you know where the scene where we're having our group dates and we go out and I talk to them and I tell everyone, hey, we're going to do something different. We're going to do a group date. So it's three guys for each girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I see Tom's hand then and I'm just like asking the producer, like, what is going on? So while we're walking back, all, you know, we have to disperse. I'm like asking the guys like, hey, what happened to Tom's hand? Uh-huh. Didn't say anything. And I'm like, the whole entire day, I couldn't ask him what happens to his hand. So I'm just like there like, oh, what happens to his hand? And then I found out it was like about him being upset that I'm always choosing Casey um and i get it he's a very emotional guy it did scare me a lot because i was just like you got so upset to that extent that you hit a table imagine when i lose my temper and i go crazy mm-hmm. and you can't handle that or you can't calm me down and you're gonna have that reaction and it's gonna be two like bombs blowing off mm-hmm. and that was just at the point that i was like yeah i don't i don't think i can really see your future with Tom in any type of way just because of something like that. That's a big red flag to me. Um, but, but he is a sweet guy, but he does wear his heart on his sleeves. Right. Oh, of course. Um, okay. So with Casey, obviously his very close friend is Garrett, which you obviously do not like. Um, so <laughs> he did come in the house um, to that little bit of time uh, and you met him. Did your opinion of him change at all or is it still the same? About Garrett, I mean, he started, he started drama. Yeah, it was a whole like drama he set off, and it was like, I mean, he's okay. Would I be best friends with him? No, I mean, yes, he's an FYMF girl, so we're just gonna be competing for who's like keen and queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, now obviously you aren't with Casey, but if did you ever see that like? hindering things at all like in any kind of way with Casey because he's so close with Garrett and they obviously have this pact and I think they were going to live together at one point (laughs) I think I can change a guy from like not being super close with his like f boyfriend Uh like I think at a certain point like what supposedly Garrett's changing and he has a girlfriend now so I don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes but Listen, I, I feel like sometimes you have to close some doors on some friends that no longer benefit you or you guys, your life don't align. So mm-hmm. I felt like if me and Casey would have pursued a relationship and at a certain point, if I kept seeing that Garrett was a bad influence, I'm going to have that conversation like, hey, I'm not trying to be that girl that you have to choose, but I am going to say that you're going to have to relax on that relationship if you want to continue my relationship with you. Right. Yes. Well, that's good. Um, now obviously Garrett is a lot of drama, but, um, these guys, I'm shocked each episode, there is so much drama between the guys and, um, obviously they're living together and stuff. So it kind of makes sense, but it's like, normally I think a lot of like, there's a stereotype like that 
Oh, you know, especially a lot of these shows, like women putting women together equals drama. But these guys had a lot of drama and a lot of like conflict with one another. Um, is there one guy that you could think of that like caused the most drama in your opinion? Causes the most drama. Um, the most drama. I think it will have to be Nikolai. Oh, okay. Him calling Louise a dumb blonde and that whole situation. And it was just like that whole entire night was just about that. There was nothing else. And it was just like a hot mess everywhere. Like the guys were trying to listen in. Obviously me and Nick were doing our little, I don't know what we're doing, but we're trying to be quiet, we'd be nosy. But that was a lot of drama. Also, Mikey D and Danny, when they came after Peter and they were upset that Peter and Mia were together and it was like like one of the first nights, that was a lot of trauma. I did not like that whatsoever. Mm. Um, but yeah, these guys this season was so much drama and also bromance. I felt like sometimes these guys cared about the, their friends than the actual girls. I was like, I'm so confused. Right. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, that that was very interesting this season. Yeah, a lot of them. I know I can see from social media, a lot of them are still like friends and doing things. So, um, yeah, how did that how does that make you feel? I mean, obviously, it's all over now. But do you feel any kind of way like about any of the guys like that? They do you think they came in for the wrong reasons? Or like, they're just there to like party and make friends or be on TV or, you know, I don't think I felt like I think right now, because like we all kind of saw each other, like when the show premiered and we hashed out any, any misfeelings that we had towards each other. So as right now, we're just like a dysfunctional family that kind of all dated each other, which is super (laughs) weird. I mean, today we're going to a club and we're all going to, it's Mercedes, Danny, AC, Jabrian, um, Benedict, me, Louise and Mia we're all just going to hang out. Like, I think that's so cool now that we're just like all like this big family, which is weird, but I love them regardless. Like, I think like there's no hard feelings. I think like whatever happened in the past, it happened. It's a show. We have to move on. We have to think about the real world and we only have this experience with each other. Right. So that's a beautiful thing. And like, if someone is attacking someone else, we're going to jump in for them because No one knows what what we had to go through other than us. Right. No one will ever understand that. Yes. Speaking of that, um, so this season, and it's it's really hard to watch. Um, I think all of you ladies had moments of like you know extreme like anxiety and just a lot going through your heads. Um, what do you have to say to people like um, about those moments and those very real and raw moments that we get to see this season? I think like, like for us girls, like it was, it was a roller coaster for us as in like, we really didn't have an opportunity to really see these guys every day. Like we only saw them when we were filming. We really didn't get the opportunity to really get to know them. We don't know if they're lying. We don't know if this is a show for them. Like when you see us cry, you're seeing actual real emotions because it's, it's only us three. We have no outside connection. We have no phone and we're dwelling on this 24 hours a day trying to figure out who is trying to fuck us over, who is here just for a game, who is here just for clout. So when you see us cry, it's like, yeah, it is emotional. When you see mm-hmm. us cry about like sending guys home, even though we didn't have a connection, 
we still built something with them. We still built a friendship. And like, if I could have kept everyone and just like, I didn't choose you, but you can still stay here. I would have loved that, you know? But unfortunately, that's not the way the game plays. The game goes and we had to eliminate people. But it, 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 there was sometimes I'm super happy and sometimes super upset. If you can tell some of my eliminations towards the end, my face completely changed. And I have this, this resting bitch face because probably one of the guys said some stupid shit. And that <laughs> bothers me. Right. Um, now, what was your relationship like with the other girls? Because you guys kind of really, it seems like you guys have this really close bond and obviously you only have each other. So, you know, how's that? And did you guys ever have any like disagreements at all? Okay. <clears throat> we never really had any disagreements. Um, we met each other for the first time in the hotel in this conference room with the executive producers. And ever since that day, we like kind of clicked. We kind of did some like makeup and hair before actually going on like filming. Um, mm-hmm. And we kind of like spoke about like what kind of guys that we're interested in. And we all had different tastes. So that that was the best thing about it. But we also like when you see the guys, like episode one, when you see the guys walking down for the first time and they're walking the runway, that's the first time we've ever seen them. So we're kind of like helping each other out. Oh my God, Louise, I think that guy's so your type. Oh my God, Mia. Oh my God, we see Peter. Oh my God, that's Mia. So like we mm-hmm. kind of knew like some guys were just off limits and we just respected that. There was nothing like going over that or trying to be like, oh my God, I like that guy too. Like, no, we're going to have this conversation as women. And if you like that guy, then you go on a date with him. I go on a date with him and we'll go from there. But we never really had that issue. So we were kind of blessed on that. But if we did, we would have just worked it out. We're extremely close. We all live in Miami. Um, Louise is coming over here to get ready, ready later on. Mia and Louise were here at my house probably like three days ago. Um, and we we have this group chat and we constantly talk every single day. Um, and, and we're really, we're staying strong together because people are going to try to attack us because of our decision. And we have to understand that we know each other, we know who we are, and we just have to stay together and stay strong. And like, it's going to be a rocky road, but we're going to do it. Right. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. I'm happy you guys are close and that you really have this sisterhood. Um, okay. So in the finale, um, or the last two episodes, um, you really did shock everyone when you decided to bring Nico back into the mix after he was already eliminated. Um, so what, um, why did you decide to do that? And was that really like how we saw like a spur of the moment decision that just came about? It was definitely a spur of the moment. I, after knowing, after I eliminated Nico, uh, I believe episode five, I knew, and then I found out he was a nice guy. I was like, I started to dwell on that. And I was like, Tamaris, you also, sorry, side part. When you're in this experience, you get to know who you are, what you like about yourself and what you don't like about yourself. Because you're just thinking about your whole relationship, your whole life. And I think I had to reflect and just like, Tamaris, people make mistakes and you have to forgive them. And you can't just cut them off. Sometimes you have to have that conversation and give them a second chance. And when Nico stood up and he had a long rant, what you saw was just a little, little bit of it. Cause that guy was talking, talking forever, but it touched me. And I was like, you know what? This is my opportunity to give him a second chance and see, because right now me and Tom, I'm scared. <laughs> right. I don't yes. want to hurt this guy. 
<laughs> yes. Well, yes. And then I think with you and Tom, I mean, um, when you finally let Tom go, he kind of let you know, like you guys were just in very different places. Like he wanted marriage in this. So yeah, I mean, we all, I think everyone kind of knew, like it just wasn't the best fit. Um, okay. So before we talk about your choice at the finale, what did you think of Luis and Mia's choices for their guys? Were you shocked? Were you happy? I was extremely shocked. Mm-hmm. So the day of elimination, all three of us are separated. Mind you, we've been together through this whole experience, talking to each other, waking up to each other. Like I'll go to their rooms. They'll come to my room and stuff like that in the morning. Mm-hmm. We couldn't talk to each other. We had oh. to stay separate. We couldn't even do hair and makeup together because they didn't want us to know what, what we're going to choose and didn't want any of the other girls to persuade another way. And I understand that, you know, we have to be in our own. We have to have our own space. Um, I could have sworn Louise was going to pick Benedict. I could have sworn (laughs) me. I was going to pick Danny. Mm -hmm. I did not like Mercedes whatsoever. I thought Benedict, I loved him, his energy. I was like all for it. I was like, girl, you better, you better. (laughs) I was like, Mercedes is going to take the money and run. Right. With. Mia, I was just like, Danny is just like the best option for you. Like he actually genuinely cares. He's being there for you. He's been there all this time. And also you guys didn't get to see like the, what they didn't put in. Like they would write notes to each other and it was like, it was so beautiful. And I'm just like, I can't, like, I love that for them. And Uh then she picked Peter and I'm just like, okay, you picked Peter. Okay. I have to understand that. And I'm just like sitting there like, oh my God, Peter, you better not take the money because I swear to God, I'm going to stand up and I'm, gonna, I'm literally going to do something to you. Like, it's uh-huh. going to be bad. <laughs> but he ended up splitting the money and then Mercedes ended up splitting the money. And I was like, oh, okay. This is where mm-hmm. like the moment hit. Like, I'm like really shaking at this moment because I'm like, oh, I'm I'm the only one that's going to take the money, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. So how when Nikki told you that you could choose yourself, was that the first time you knew you were going to choose yourself? Or was this like something you really went in with kind of knowing that you wanted to ultimately choose yourself? Um, so that day was the first time we heard about the twist. Uh Um, obviously prior to elimination and filming, we have to go on a call with attorneys because it has to do with money and we have to give in our decision it was a long thought process prior to choosing myself, but I really had to think about like, can I see myself with these guys in the future? Mm-hmm. What they telling me is actually who they are in the real world. And there were some off off camera moments that like just switch or their personality switched. And I was just like, huh, you might be putting on a show. And mm-hmm. if you're putting on a show, I'm going to put on a better show. Mm-hmm. Because I choose myself at the end of the day because I'm not going to look like a fool. I'm not going to walk away thinking that I'm going to have this amazing relationship with this guy to find out he's going to block me two days later and never talk to me again. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it, like I that would have been like, wow, I wanted the show to actually find someone and then end up getting fucked over by a nice guy. That would have not been okay. Mm-hmm. So I saw a little bit of sides of them that I didn't like and just like, you know, Casey having this supposed girlfriend or not girlfriend or ex-girlfriend. And I was just like, I don't know. And then with Nico, it was just like, you're extremely sweet, but I don't know if it's all what you, what you're pretending to be. And he asked me something off camera was just like, will you still be my friend after the show? And I'm just like, 
why would I not be your friend after the show? Like, if I don't choose you, why would I not? If you're a nice guy mm-hmm. and we have, like, me and Tom, we're friends. Why would we not be friends? And that was just like, a, that was, that kept ringing in my hat. And then Casey and like, he's a really good at speaking. Yeah. Like he's a public speaker. Uh-huh. Like when Nikki he was a senator. I mean, I believe it. This guy can really go to be a senator because he's amazing. Like, I just listened to him. Like, oh my God, okay, Casey, tell me whatever you want. I'll just do it right now. Um, but ultimately I chose myself and I will choose myself a thousand times again. Uh huh. Um, yes. Well, I'm happy for you. Um, and is, have you talked to, do you still talk to Casey or Nico or any of the guys? Like what's, um, what's your situation with that now? Yeah. Um, me and Casey probably texted prior to the show coming out. One time once the show came out and haven't spoke since me and Nico, um, he apologized to me because there were some off camera moments that happened on, um, just like a week ago. And we're finally talking, not talking like friends, but like, (laughs) it's fine. Like, I forgive you. Um, but I love Jay Brand, me and Jay Brand FaceTime all the time. We have Sante FaceTime all the time. Benedict, uh, Tommy boy. Um, yeah, like I got to have some amazing friends, even if they weren't like, like I didn't have a romantic connection with them. They're just like so dope human beings. And I'm just like super happy I had this experience to like meet them. They're yes. awesome guys. They are. Yes. I love Benedict. <laughs> he seems so funny. And <laughs> oh my God. So funny. Yes. Um, okay. Would you ever, um, cause you were like the real first like F girl, would you ever want to see an F girl Island? Do you think that could work? Uh, I want to be the queen of F girl. So I, I'm for it. I'm here for it. Listen, if you listen to this, please tell HBO. I'm, I'm all here for, uh, F girl Island. Yes. Of F girl Island or teach these girls a little bit of, uh, how to play the game. Right. Um, but also like, Oh, not F girls. They're not only players. Like they have feelings. <laughs> right. I think people think of like an F person or F guy or F girl as they're like horrible individuals and they're like cheaters and stuff like that. But that's not really the definition of that. Or just for me, that's not my definition. Because when I am in a relationship, I'm in a relationship. Like yeah. <laughs> um, and lastly, is there what's next for you personally? Like, do you have anything? exciting coming up or like what's next for you after f boy island there are some stuff that i can't talk about that are coming up um personally i am in a like the metaverse so i'm creating the metaverse and uh gonna be down the nft and and token rabbit hole but i'll be in there i absolutely love that and then some other stuff i can't talk about at the moment but definitely keep an eye out it's gonna be fun gosh well, I'm so excited for you and so glad I got to chat with you it was such an honor <laughs> oh my god it's just, it's such an honor no I'm such an honor that you actually wanted to go on a podcast with me and, and have a conversation about you know me being an F girl yes no I love it I love it I love you and I love all the ladies and everyone it's such a such a good show such an and it's such a fun show too I think it's so unique <laughs> And I think that's like something that like people have to keep in mind. Like this is like a reality dating show. That's not your typical reality dating show. We're not asking you to marry the person after the show. We're just asking you to have a good time, laugh and enjoy your time on FY Island. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Tamaris from season two of F Boy Island on HBO Max. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more reality talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram, or you can tweet with me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at JacksonSeth35. And don't fret, even though F Boy Island season two has come to an end, I will have Tamaris's social media in the episode description so you guys can keep up with her and all of her fabulous adventures. Thank you again. Thank you guys so, so much for all of the love and support. If you enjoyed this interview, please leave a review on whichever platform you listen to your podcast. Thank you guys. I love you all. And I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>